Thank you so much, BBS Radio. So here we are back at it on this Monday, August 29, in the year 2022. Thank you for joining in. This is the Monday evening wildcard presented to you by Win3, located in Sedona, Arizona. My name is Gijs Minderhout, located in Los Molinos, California. And we wait for more people to join in on the phone line and on BBS radio, as this is, as usual, a simulcast with a conference call. Right after we finish this one hour, Show, we go over to a different conference call, so we call into a different phone number, and that is for our daily whole planet healing gathering, where we put planetary issues into the love light. We go to di through different segments. We first call in the love light. Usually Cecil does that to create a protected space. And after that, usually Win speaks what's on his mind for a minute. Then we go over to an excerpt from Channel Materials, which is Bonnie in Corona, California, who reads that. After that, we go to Jennifer in Greensburg, Pennsylvania, and she goes daily over the current earthquake and volcanic activities. She guides us around the world and points out areas where there are issues going on that we want to send love light for calming. Then we open up the phone lines where you, the caller, has the opportunity to put something into this energy field for re resolving, for changing, for blessing. And after that, in the closing part, Win does a planetary visualization. And if you want to partake in it, I'm going to give you the phone number right now, which is 667. Seven seven zero one five two seven, and the access code is two five zero five one three pounds, and you can find this phone number plus other phone numbers and downloads also on the website thespiritchannel.net. Thespiritchannel.net. All right. I heard a phone line come in. Welcome to the conference call. If you want to, feel free to say a name and location. Hi, hi. This is uh, Cecil in the Great Northwest. Hello, Cecil. Good evening to you. Welcome. Yes, thank you. All right. So we wait for more people to join in and to win to show for Win to show up and see what he wants to do during this show. 
All right. As we do our daily whole planet healing conference calls, we do an additional three conference calls every week, which is this one you're currently listening to. Also one on the Wednesday from 6 p.m. Pacific till 7 p.m. Pacific. And after that also we go over to whole planet healing. And um, a very popular call is on the Sunday morning from 10 a.m. till noon Pacific. All the information is available to you at thespiritchannel.net. Thespiritchannel.net. And we wait for more people to show up. Thank you all for being here. And the main website where you have to, where you have the opportunity to sign up for what's called message a day. When you sign up for that, you will receive daily an email with a short excerpt from channel materials from a variety of sources. And the main website is intelligent-infinity.com. Intelligent-infinity.com. And there's also a free online book available. The Creator Gods of the Physical Universe want to talk to you. It's for free and it's very interesting. I welcome the next caller. Thank you for being here. Please say your name and location. Hi, hi, everyone. Shirley from Ohio. Welcome to you, Shirley. And two more people joined in. Welcome. Feel free to say your names and locations. Hi, hi. This is Jennifer from Greensburg. Hi, everybody. Good evening, Jennifer. Welcome. Thank you. Hi, Jennifer. <laughs> Hi, is that Shirley? Yeah. Hi, Shirley. Jennifer. Joan, friend. Yes. Welcome, Joan. <laughs> Hi, Joan. Hi, guys. Hi, Jennifer, did you used to yes. live in the Bay Area and then move to New Mexico or not? No, I've always lived in the East. Okay, okay. I'm the yeah, I grew up here in Pennsylvania, not far from where I live now. All right. um, I did live in Cincinnati for a few years, uh-huh. about five years, um, but I'm an Eastern girl. I wish I lived in the Bay Area. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> not, not me. This is March 19th. All right. Welcome to the conference call. Please say your name and location. 
Wynn in Sedona. Good evening, Wynn. Welcome. Hi, Wynn. Hi, Wynn. Uh, hi, Wynn. <laughs> who was the first hi, Wynn? Was that Jonah? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Checking. So, and we are live. We are live on BBS. I welcome all of those folks listening in online through BBS. Happy Monday to you. Thank you for being here. Yeah, and let me mention that we are, um, BBS is closing down their station two, which we're on next week. So, um, if you want to continue on our calls, you have to write down the following phone number. Are you ready? It's 667-770-1533. And the pin is 172746. 172746. And um, you can get all of our conference call numbers on spiritchannel.net on the home page. Just scroll down and uh, also there's the archive there. And we're going to start in just a minute. In fact, let's start right now. All we're right. Gonna, we're going to do a replay of a call from March 18th, 2018 or March 17th. And it has a little channeling at the end of it on how to get rid, how to get through the frequency fence while you're in 3D. And here we go. 2017, Wynn and Terry in Sedona. And well, did you start already, Wynn? Terry, you want to say hello? No, Muted. We didn't start the recording, did we? We didn't start the recording yet, right. And uh, today it is... Um, August 29th. Here we go. Okay. The recording has started. This is August 29th, 2022. And we're doing a replay of one of our classic calls with myself and my beloved partner for years doing these calls who was channeling the Elohim and the Ra group. And uh, this is a call where we have a little channeling at the end on how to get through the frequency fence. And here we go. Hi, everybody. People people like to hear you. <laughs> I know, it's nice uh, to know you guys are out there. I can feel your energies. And I picked... And you know what? This is a grab bag. Just want to mention that Terry passed about two weeks ago, maybe a little more, and she's monitoring our calls from the other side. So I just want to say, hi, Terry. I wish you were here in person, but better being here from the other side than not at all. We love you, and here we go. And I hope it starts. Uh Here we go. 
is from February in 2011. Okay, we're actually doing a replay of a replay. February 2011. And we used to start with this flute music from Daphne. So here we go. And I'm BBS telephone conference line. Entry and exit times are off. And the topic for tonight is breaking through the frequency fence. And the amazing thing about this thing we call the frequency fence is that we don't even know it's there. We have been so accustomed to living within the confines of a frequency fence that we all feel like who we are is who we are. It would be as if you were someone who grew up in a jail and all you ever saw was the jail and the other convicts. And maybe they didn't have television and you couldn't know there was an outside world. And all you would think of is that's what all life was, that jail. And there are certain aspects to life in this dimension which are very comparable to that analogy where we live in a jail and we don't have bars, we have frequency fences. <laughs> and frequency fences, just one way of saying it, we have um, closed matrices, we have reality systems, we have consensus reality. We have the belief systems that we were all brought up in. We have the newspapers all projecting a certain view of reality and television. And we live in that. And to us, that is what reality is. And if you look at it from a higher perspective, you find out that most of those things that we're paying attention to are jaded. They're convoluted. And if you look a little deeper, you find that they're not convoluted by accident. This is the amazing thing to figure out. And if this is the first time you're hearing this, then um, just be, have an open mind. Don't believe it because... You, you need to do a little research to prove this to, to yourself. But they are convoluted by design. There are intelligences that are holding this realm together. It's like if you were in jail, if you were in a jail, and there were jailkeepers, and they did not want you to know you were in a jail, and you were born in that jail, then you would create a reality system like that's all there is. And you would see those jailkeepers, and they might look like God because they bring your food. They let you out of your cage. They let you run around and exercise and then put you back in your cage. 
Well, there's an element to life in third dimension that is exactly like that. And um, that is all that noise. Let me mute everybody. All callers are muted and they can unmute themselves. And so we, as humans, are kept in a cage. And what is the nature of that cage? Why are we kept here? How do we break free? Many people are breaking free right now. Now, from the point of view of someone in a cage, when people break free, oftentimes they look crazy. They can say, that person is not free. That person is crazy. They are insane. They can't do that. They should be doing this. So this is how perfect the programming is, that when somebody happens to be free, in many cases, in many cases, they will be identified by us as looking like they're crazy. And um, in a worst-case scenario, they get prejudiced against, and sometimes in past epics of time, they were they were put away, <laughs> they were killed, they were beheaded, because it's a trick to be in this realm and also break through, because if you truly break through, you have to learn how to act normal so you don't look crazy to other people. And um, I'm talking to Terry, the human now. Do you have any experience with that, Terry? Um, yes. That you, that you want to share? Don't let me put you on the spot. Well, I know that uh, sometimes the person that comes through with the idea uh, that's more true about how things are, that is divergent from how society and science of the time views it to be. And so then it threatens everybody, like when the earth was, they felt the earth was flat, and uh, it was like heresy to indicate anything else, because it destabilized the current view at the time. So, sometimes in the past, um, for instance, myself, I used to be a writer in around the time of the French Revolution. And I I had a library and I would publish books. And I was trying to put forth an attitude of peace between all people. And so I was not looked upon favorably, and I was tried to find 
found guilty and had my head chopped off. So sometimes when a person goes out and tells their view, then they can get crosswise of whoever's in power or trying to get in power, and that makes it very difficult in this realm. Now, that idea of people being in jail and not knowing it, if somebody goes around and starts telling people, hey, you're in jail, you're in jail, they may not be popular because people have learned to be comfortable in their jail. And now, bringing up that they're in jail and they're in prison creates a whole other uh, perspective and why should someone want to believe that? Because, you know, in, in the case we're talking about, we're not talking about a physical jail. We're talking about a psychic jail. We're talking about a, a vibrational jail. And uh, we might wonder, I would wonder, if I heard me talking about this and it was the first time I heard this kind of concept, I'd say, well, why are people put in that position? Why? are they? Why are they not free? Why, what is the advantage? Assuming that there's an intelligence somewhere that is keeping people in jail, what is the advantage of keeping people in jail? And um, that's a good question, and there's an answer to it. And the interesting thing is, is if you believe in reincarnation and you take the idea that you have been in jail in many lifetimes in one way or another, and actually many of the people who are listening to these calls, who are attracted to this kind of work that we're doing, came into this realm from other dimensions. They chose and volunteered to come here because they wanted to wake up the realm. They wanted to release the prisoners. And once they got here, they forgot that that's why they came and they ended up becoming imprisoned themselves. It is so tricky and so subtle because it's like we have created a psychic what's the word here? Psychic interaction agreements of reality with each other. Well, we've actually agreed to be imprisoned. And in most cases, if you're going to get out of your prison, you need to get a signal, an energy from a bigger place than the reality system that's imprisoning you. Otherwise, you just keep recycling in that same reality system. Just knowing about it is not enough. It's not enough to free you. Um, 
it's like these the what I think who are the positive intelligences in other realms, because I believe we talk to them on these calls, have made many attempts of the interacting with this realm to create circumstances that could free us. And I guess they have some degree of success. And in most cases, the very attempts to free us from our prisons end up getting taken over by the same negative forces that have put us in prison. So we keep, we have new names, but we haven't freed ourselves. We're just recycling the same stuff. This is a way to say it. And even what we're doing here, I hope, I know how it works. I see how easy it is to have something positive go negative and how, how it's not in your mind. You know, I was reading an interesting book called Bringers of the Dawn by Barbara Marciniak. Are you familiar with that book, Terry? Um, I've seen the cover, but I never read the book. Now, I haven't validated it all. I haven't read it all. But oftentimes, it's a, it's a book where this woman was communicating with the Pleiadians. And there were many things in it that are exactly like things we've learned, okay? Like, here, let me see here. The big show happens on many levels, not just in 3D. A chain reaction moves through all the dimensions of existence and all of consciousness. Some being, beings beam themselves to Earth in disguise as humans, or they incarnate, picking an opportunity to get a ticket into this reality to be here for this event. She's talking about the dimensional shift. Perhaps some of you sense you are not native to the planet and are not here and not here and not here as systems busters are here to observe it, to participate and to understand so that they can take the information back to their own system which are always evolving. There are intelligent creatures who are able to manifest as humans and play the role out to perfection. Sometimes their memories are intact, and sometimes they they have the veil down. It's not always easy for these beings to come here with full conscious memory of who they are elsewhere because of the frequency control. You will grow in your awareness over the next few years that you are members of the family of light in disguise as humans. Part of the planned evolution of the human species and the planned rearrangement of human DNA is for each person to begin to open a memory bank and remember who they are. In different dimensions of reality, there are, of course, different experiences and different laws. In 3D, where you have been locked as a human species for so long, 
there is a limitation on what you can experience. The third dimension is designed to focus on one existing reality at a time. It is designed this way according to frequency and nerve pulsation and the rate that frequencies adjust the nerve pulsations within the body. You are magnetically and biogenetically tuned and designed. The members of the family of light are much more than human. Characteristically, you are supreme achievers in the multidimensional realm. One applies for a position in the multidimensional realm as a member of the family of light. As a member of the family of light, you have incarnated on this planet to prepare yourselves to do your work. What is your work? Your work is quite simple. You carry frequency into systems that have limited light frequency because light is information. It's exactly what we've been teaching people, that we are learning to carry frequencies, not ideas, into this realm and to hold those energies in the space where people are still in their darkness, where they're contracted. This is not called computer data information. It is information that is transmitted biologically through an electromagnetic send-out of consciousness. This is what you are experts in. If you were to have a business card printed up for yourselves, when you are in full memory of your identity, it would say something like, Renegade Member of Family of Light System Buster. Available for altering systems of consciousness within the free will universe on call. You go for it. This is what you do. This is an aspect of your identity that you all have in common. And you are here in the millions at this time. You are here primarily to remember who you are, to operate multidimensionally within the system, and to teach humans, the natives of this place, that have been under frequency control for a long time in your system. You are disguised as humans. As soon as you begin to realize this, you will extricate yourself from the human drama and the human dilemma of frequency control. Before frequency control was instituted by the raiding group of creator gods, now there's one, the raiding group of creator gods. We've learned that a long time ago, this realm was created a planet to or recreated to be under the control of others. And so um, before frequency was instituted, the native species was somewhat clever. They had a very evolved system of receiving information and could directly receive on the planet from space contacts. They also had many different ways of distributing knowledge as it was received. Distributing knowledge on the planet at this time is based on technology, something outside of yourself. It is another clever bill of goods you were sold as a means of control. A long time ago, communication on this planet occurred through contact with one another by the use of internal mechanisms, not by technology outside of yourself. Most humans cannot grasp 
that their history goes back more than a few thousand years. You will learn, remember, and teach the planet. And you see, she's writing her book for people like us. And this book is not yes. new. This... Pardon me? Yes. This she is writing a book for people like us. This was written in 1992, okay? 20 years ago. First, you will uncover and integrate the history of the planet for the past 300,000 years so that you can expand the picture of the human dilemma. Remember, the history is all inside of you, not outside of you. In your current technology, Light-encoded filaments are being created outside of your body in symbolic form as a representative representation of the transmission of intelligence through their fiber op through fiber optics. The human species creates outside of itself what it must learn is inside of itself. It is part of the mastery of light. When the great library of yourselves was put into chaos, there was a little bit of data left that kept the species controllable, operable, manageable, and yet functioning on its own, performing tasks and stimulating it as a life form and a form of consciousness to produce a certain frequency, fear. This fear has been promoted for the past 300,000 years on this planet as a controlled substance in every version that you can think of. When a human being resonates electromagnetically and broadcasts the frequency of fear, the transmission of consciousness is sent out. Where does that fear go? Where do your thoughts go? Where do your emotions go? We have already said that collectively consciousness forms food. As systems busters, you have come to eradicate the food source or to change the food source from one of fear and chaos. Those are nourished by that food source. Now, what you're saying here is our fear creates a food source. It creates an energy for beings outside, inside the system as well, who use fear as a way of holding your energy and keeping it attracted to them which she is saying is, but not food that you eat, energy food. Um, you are here to bring information, light, the comprehension that there is a potential for change and a food source that works in cooperation and resonates with light. This is what you are about and what it is your responsibility to achieve. We understand that some of you are very puzzled about how to do this and how to bring about this state of impeccability to your own lives. One of the primary things we ask each of you to do from the moment, this moment forward is to not base any of your future experiences on the past. All of you love to drag the past in as an excuse for what might happen in the future. You are famous for this, but you must act as if you were newly being down innocent as a babe and ready to step forward into the circumstances of your daily life. As you awaken each morning and step forward each day, state with clarity what you intend to experience that day. If you are not doing this or cultivating the habit of doing it, 
and you had best get going, it is in this way that reality is designed. As we have said before, the big secret that has been kept from the human species is that thought creates experience and thought creates reality. All reality is created by thought. It is all subjective experience. But electromagnetically, you are being controlled in such a way as to create experiences within a certain spectrum of reality. You who are members of the family of light are well-traveled and well-attuned to the possibility of bringing new frequencies in. You have come here to hold the new frequencies being beamed to you from space that are settling, setting into motion a new pattern inside your bodies. As you begin to know this is your purpose, you will be to design your purpose consciously to get clear about what you want and to experience it no matter what area it is in. That is an absolute. What do you think of that, Terry? Doesn't that sound like she's talking talking about wait a second. Talking about what we do? Definitely. Yeah. One Yeah, she's really defined it. It's like in order to come into this density, one has to limit their frequencies to the spectrum of frequencies that are available here. And uh it makes a great change from where we came from. Hear a little more of this, and then we'll, we'll go back to you and yeah. me talking about this. Okay. Each of you likes drama in your own way. You get bored if you don't have stuff happening. This is why you formulated this plan, this rate. In actuality, this reality or world was set up by entities of the family of light a long time ago before the reality was rated. As members of the family of light, you were the original planners. There were many rich forms of consciousness here that were free to become attached to and to utilize. When the entities of other families that you have come to call dark took over the planet, they did a very good job of keeping light out. Light is only as big as your paradigm can get at this time. But there are other teams and kingdoms of consciousness out there as well. For now, we will just work with light and dark. The dark team did a good job of keeping light out for a long time. However, the time is up. You are the renegades of light, and you decide to come back and stage another rate of consciousness. Millions of you at this time, because you knew in working with Prime Creator's energy that there was a high probability that everyone would achieve a great richness of consciousness. As you begin to pull this light into your bodies and onto the planet, many people who like drama may be affected. They may be pierced by light and have a reaction, because the more light you bring in, the faster it will spread. Light is definitely growing on the planet, as you remember that you are the native species working with the original planners here to take back your world from the raiders. Well, you know, you don't know that this has been happening. You have been programmed. You have been constrained. You have been made to believe 
you're not worthy, you're not loved, no one cares, you're isolated, there's no higher dimensions, there's no such thing as positive forces, God, and it's all part of an overlay to keep us imprisoned. Now, many people, one of the ways to get out of this prison, you can't think your way out of it. You can't force your way out of it. You have to love your way out of it. You have to love, connect with forces, which is exactly what I believe we're doing in our cause and in the work we're doing, to connect with energies that are above the prison. It would be going back to the jail, drilling a hole in the ceiling and saying, oh my God, I'm seeing the sky for the first time. So you need the experience of bringing those higher dimensions into this realm, your body, and expand it into the space around you. And that is what changes people. It's not asking them to believe what you believe in. It's not saying, do you know about the dimensional shift? You've got to check out Winfrey's conference line. Although I hope you tell people that because the people that do start paying attention to this work, many of them go through huge transformations. Um, this is a very rare opportunity that, that we're doing, and I'm sure there's others that are also doing it, where we are publicly making available for for free, not because we can afford it, but because it's that important that I don't want anyone to miss it for money. And some of you have made donations, and we grew very, very thankful and grateful for those of you that have done that because those donations are keeping this available to more and more people. There's a frequency on these calls. There's a frequency on our message a day. What is your level of passion in approaching it? I watch how people, I mean, some people are, it's changing their lives. It can change your lives. The way it changes your life is not becoming a believer. It changes your life by tuning into the frequency. It's like there's a field of energy that we're creating in this work, a field of energy that when you move into it, you start picking up the frequency of that field, and that field is above the frequency fence. It's above the contraction of this level. It's, it's the hole in the ceiling of the jail, and it's what enables you to experience feeling of the dimensions above this one. And for many of you who came into this realm 
to do this, who came into this realm to hold these energies here and who have forgotten. And, you know, when we say forgotten, we can mean hundreds of thousands of years of recycling lifetimes in this realm and lost track of who you really are and what your purpose is. And it's not your fault. This realm is such a fantastic movie. And when you're in it, you're in the movie. And it's not easy to find clues of what we're talking about. It hasn't been in the past. And even when they send somebody like a Jesus who came here to awaken these very things we're talking about, it gets taken over by the negative. It gets looked at like a belief system. It gets skewed. So instead of using the example of Jesus and the Christ consciousness to wake oneself up, one has convinced himself, well, if I believe in Jesus, I will be saved. Now, you know, where is a belief? It's in your mind. A belief does not make you graduate this realm. An open heart is the ticket to graduate this realm. An open heart and the ability to see everything as part of yourself. An ability to experience the law of one. And each day you have to create an intention to lift above, to bring in and pay attention to spiritual things. Not to believe in them, but to let the frequency come into you. To feel the frequencies of the higher realms. Some of you can feel them right now in hearing me talk. Feel the energy on the line. Look inside yourself. Create thoughts and intentions and determination to make things shift. Not through force, but through love. I'll tell you what, we have 36, 46, we have about 15 minutes. Are you there, Terry? I'm here. Now, you've been sick. We don't have to do a channeling. I can keep talking about this. I'll, I'll ask you if you feel up to it. Yeah, I I think that uh, I'd like to speak as little as possible. So would you would you rather put it off or, or just leave a little five minutes towards the end? Yeah. Which one? Two five minutes towards the end. Okay. All right. So we'll keep talking about this. You know, one of the things we've talked about before is the DNA and the way DNA is part of the holding pattern for the 
frequencies to keep one trapped. And how there's 12 strands of DNA, and each strand of DNA is like a hologram to a greater universe. And humans were engineered to have two strands of DNA working, and which is the root chakra and the sex chakra. They were designed. They were designed. I hate to say this for some of you that have illusions on this, but according to all our information, and not only our information, but cross-referenced information, there was a Jewish scholar, and I'm not saying everything anyone does is said true, but this came through Carla Ruckert, it came through uh, Daphne, it came through Terry when I've asked questions about it. Humans were designed four million years ago to be slaves and gold miners. And they were designed to have two strands of DNA activated. Now, the thing about DNA is the being that has more strands activated can control the being with less strands. Now, that could be good or it could be bad. It could be, um, in, maybe control is not always the right word, but um, certainly if you're talking about the third chakra, the third strand of DNA, which is the power chakra, control is the right word. If you're talking about the fourth strand, inspire, connect, open, care is the right word. And so... And an interesting thing that came through Daphne, that humans learned to um, open their higher strands of DNA by being in the energy fields of love that started with romance and sex. And um, they were designed to be able to procreate so that there could be a continuation of the slave lines, and they started over periods of time to break loose. And so there were many things that were imposed on human evolution to keep humans in the, the slavery state. If you look at humans today, and you look at how humans have to work so hard to make ends meet. At the same time, there are other humans who have enough money to live a thousand lifetimes in super luxury. And yet, so many humans who are beautiful and loving are trapped in this very difficult um, circle of making ends meet. And it's getting harder. It's getting harder. You know, it's not an accident that it's getting harder. Do you know that there's the hope of the negative that if they make us tired enough 
and beat us down enough, we won't rebel because and make us dumb enough. Did you know that American schools are like some of the worst in the world? That in the 60s, we had a really good educational system, and the educational system has really gone south. And how is it we can afford so many billions of dollars for war in the Middle East and almost the budgets for education have just been declining? It's because uneducated people are more docile. They're easier followers. It's all by design. Did you know fluoride, which is in the water, supposedly screws up the pineal gland? The pineal gland is one of those things in the body, which is a gateway for interdimensional connection. And by drinking fluoride or putting fluoride on toothpaste, that the pineal gland shuts down. It's not an accident. There's people that are very aware of what's happening. And there are so many things like this that we don't even know we're subject to and that are participating in keeping us contracted. When we start receiving the vibrations of the higher realms, and we do this, if you're not on our Sunday calls, I really recommend checking in because we focus on, on doing this on our Sunday calls. Receiving those vibrations and letting them come through your system is what starts to reprogram your DNA. It's what starts to release you from the prison of this realm. And never in the history of mankind has it been more important to be sure that you free yourself from this prison. Never, because of this dimensional shift, because of this division of souls that's taking place, that the repercussions for your own personal evolution are far greater now than in past lifetimes when you could just keep repeating on the earth until you got it right, if you got it right. So we're down to our five minutes, and we'll just get a couple of comments from our sources on this. Let me call in the light. Are you there? Is you, are you unmuted, Terry? Um. Do I hear a yes? I don't hear you. Okay. I'm unmuted. I unmuted. You were muted, right? Yeah. <laughs> Father, Mother, God, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect Terry and myself and every one of you who is listening, 
and that any negativity be taken to the higher realms of light and transmuted for the highest good of all concerned. See ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through the solar system, through the outer energy fields of the earth, through our bodies and into the center of the earth. And right now, we invoke a coming together of all the consciousnesses, all the energies of those of you who are on the line or who listen to this in the future, while maintaining the sovereign integrity of your souls. And we invite those sources that are positive, this to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us and create a protected space that only the positive has access to. And anything not of that nature must leave now. You know, maybe you guys are listening or understanding that calling in of the light. It exactly talks about everything that we've talked about on this call. And we have about five minutes. And I'm going to turn it over to our sources to greet us and to tell us from their perspective how do we free ourselves from this frequency sense, from these contracted frequencies. Thank you. We greet you in the love light of the one infinite creator. We uh, do not look at it as contracted frequencies. We look at it as frequencies that are geared for a slower, a more persistent experience for individuals who are in your realm. Because of the focus upon these frequencies and the presence of the frequencies of Earth, the individuals moving in the third density timeline do not think to look for the higher frequencies from which they have come. It makes an isolation and a natural barrier to the higher realms and individuals lose a number of their natural abilities by still grounding in and becoming totally at home with the lower frequencies. It makes it harder to make contact 
with the realms from which you came. We send you these frequencies that shine and it is as if light were playing on jewels shimmering moving and we send you these frequencies, we flood these frequencies to you. It is the focus upon the frequencies for the density that keep one from seeing the shining The love that is available in the higher frequencies. And we send love, light, and love to each and every one of you. Those are our comments. Thank you so much. And it's 7.50. We're actually just on time. And this will be the end of our show tonight. Thank This is Wynn. <coughs> I'm back. This is the real Wynn. <coughs> And that was a good show. And that was a beautiful little session at the end with Terry. Thank you so much, Terry. And on that note, we're going, if you're on BBS, we're moving to our second hour tonight, which is called Whole Planet Healing. And that source you just heard talking to us through Terry that was sending us love light is on the line during Whole Planet Healing. And it's kind of like a prayer group, but the sources that answer our prayers have been talking to us for years and uh, explained how it all worked. So we're not just aiming at a uh, um, the name God without a reference of real beings on the other side. So I hope you'll stay on the line and join us and I'm going to unmute everybody. Unmuted. And we'll see you. Anybody there? I am. Thank you for a good session. Well, thank you for being here. 
Thank you from Seattle. All right. So thank you all. We're going to close this conference line, and BBS is going to open up the other line where we do whole planet healing. So just hang in there, and uh, we hope you'll participate. Would you like to say your name and location? You're on CBS Radio. Yay. Welcome Thank you BBS for being here, BBS. And hello to all the BBS listeners. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Positive Don't. greetings from Arizona. Hi, Raiden. Hi, Raiden. Positive greetings. Hi, Raiden. Hi, Joan. Hi, Joan. Hi, hi. Positive from Seattle. Hi, hi. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? But only if you want to. And welcome to the BBS people. Thank you for joining in. Welcome to Whole Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Yes. Hi, it's Bonnie in California. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Hi. Welcome to Whole Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Hi, Antonio and everyone. Shirley from Ohio. Hi, Shirley. Hi, Shirley. Hi, Shirley. Welcome to Whole Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Win in Sedona. Hi, Win. Hi, Win. Hi, Win. Hi, Win. Hi, Raiden. Hi, Raiden. Hi. Now, Raiden, how long have you been saying positive readings instead of hello? <laughs> oh, God. It seems like maybe a number of years. It's hard to remember. <laughs> I remember, yeah, I was doing it. Uh, I got that impression to do it from the constant negative greetings. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. No. no. Gretchen, you ever go down to that really cool coffee shop on Main Street? Which one? We have a whole bunch now. Were you thinking of Inside the Bungalow? It's one that has music, live music um, on weekends. Well, yeah, that was Inside the Bungalow, and that changed and has been waiting to reopen. But we've got another one now called Jared's. Welcome and to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Uh, it's Lauren from Fort Washington. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Corey in California. Hello, Hi, Corey. Hi, Corey. Hi, Hi, Corrine. Hello, Corrine. Hello. 
Who was that? Corrine. Corrine. Oh, in the Sacramento area, right? Right. Yes. Hi. Apple. That's all right, Apple. We, are, we are at 7.05. Thank you all for being here. Thank you to those listening in through BBS Radio. Happy Monday to you. And, Vin, do you want to open up? Welcome to Hope yeah. Do you want to say your name and location? This is Aaron in Los Angeles. Hi, Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Hi, Aaron. We're just about to take off, Aaron. Muted. Are you here, Jackie? Hello, hello. All right, thank you. So, when today it is uh, still August 29th. Here we go. The recording has started. This is August 29th, 2022. And one of the things that's different about the calls we do, particularly Whole Planet Healing, is oftentimes when people turn on their computer, they want to be entertained. And there's a certain vibration of entertaining where you, well, I used to do it. I know exactly what it is. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Whole Planet Healing. This is Winfrey, and we have a really exciting... That's entertaining, okay? And on these calls, there's something different. We create... We have a platform, but behind the platform, there's a field of energy. And the platform contains the field of energy so that we essentially do the same format every night. And if you're thinking about being entertained, this call will get boring, okay? And if you tune into the energy on the platform, the call will become the most important thing, perhaps, that you do all day. And um, I don't know if you understand that, but if you do, it's a good call to keep coming into. Because as you tune into the platform, which is, if you listen to the last call, the platform is above the frequency fence or the the imprisonment that holds earth people into contraction. And by getting into the platform, you start to learn how to uncontract yourself. And with entertainment, in most cases, entertainment feels really good at the moment it's happening. 
But when it's over, it can leave you feeling empty and you need more entertainment. It's a never-ending search for distraction. And with these calls, when the call is over, it leaves you in a good space, an uplifted space, that continues, even after the call is over. So I just thought I'd throw that in, and back to you, Jackie. Thank you so much, Wynn. Um, yeah, these calls are so much more than entertaining. Um, we learn so much. It's it's informative and it's life saving. <laughs> now I'm gonna refer. I I well, first of all, welcome to BBS Radio listeners and everyone on the call. And I hope you all heard when in the previous hour he used a great analogy describing how we are all living in a prison. The bars of this prison are not structured with steel bars. We are imprisoned within a consensus reality and layers of belief systems that have been methodically built to contain us since birth. Because from the moment of our birth, we have been embedded with layer upon layer of conditioning and influences that were pretty much exerted for purposes of control. And think about those influencers, our parents, extended family, peers, the education system, cultural and religious systems, employers, scientific and medical systems the government, and other powers that be, to mention a few. And with examination, you'll find that most of these accumulated beliefs are constructs of limitation, are prison, and add the toxic environment that affects our ability to think clearly and examine ourselves. But now let's look at the work we do on this call and the counseling that Wynn and Terry have brought forth within their many channelings, Bonnie has shared numerous readings that have advised us to examine and peel away the many layers of beliefs and conditioning that we have collected. They have suggested to sit with ourselves in meditation, go within, know that our beliefs are creating our world, when you fully realize in your heart that you are an expression of the one infinite creator connected to all that is, where all things are possible, then what we believe is possible will truly become possible. And we have demonstrated that so often on this call. So let's get to work, the work that we do on Whole Planet Healing, and welcome Cecil from near Seattle, Washington who will recite our invocation, requesting energetic protection for ourselves, this call, and this work, and a shielding from any negative interference. Cecil? Thank you, Jackie. Father, Mother, God, the one infinite creator, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect 
everyone in attendance, including those on BBS radio. And any negativity be taken to the highest realms of life and be transmuted for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through our galaxy, the Milky Way, through our solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. Right now, we invoke a group energy connection with all those present who are open to do so, while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. We invite those sources who are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one to join with us. We co-create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. Back to you, Jackie. Thank you, Cecil. Well, at the beginning of our calls, we always check in with Wynn and see what thoughts he would like to share with us. And I know he reminded everyone in the previous call that this is the last week BBS will feature the 6 o'clock calls on Monday and Wednesday. Uh, so I'm reminding you again, too. Wynn, you're up. As well as the 7 o'clock call, because both of these calls are on Station 2, and they are eliminating Station 2, okay? So, if you've been listening to this call on BBS, you're going to have to call it on our conference line. And if you happen to be in another country, email me, and I'll give you a way to get on the call without having to make a long-distance call. Winfree at Yahoo, W-Y-N-N-F-R-E-E. And, that's, and, and some people get charged on their phone bill. Most people don't, but one of the companies is charging for people doing conference calls. And if that's the case with you, email me, and I will send you a link for a free dollar, dialer it allows you to get into the calls anywhere in the world as long as you have internet. And uh, I'm still learning. You know, one of the things I have been experiencing is like feeling needy. And with Terry not being around, there's a certain emptiness that I have to work through. And she is around. I mean, I can feel her monitoring me. And, you know, she's done enough signs that I know she's here. But it's not the same as having a real body in this realm. And so I'm just saying that. And Terry's probably listening. And uh, I look forward to the next time we talk, okay? And 
that's all. Um, back to you, Jackie. Thank you so much, Wynn. And you might get a dog. <laughs> Thank you, you think, company. You think I can get a dog to uh, 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 replace Larry? Well, it won't be a replacement, but it will be company. <laughs> you know, my friend, my friend John Claude Cozen wrote a book, uh, and I met him through Carlo Rucker. And he wrote a book trying to make the law of one material simple, right? Uh, and it was, it was, uh, kind of a novel about a, a dog that channels. It was called Going Deeper. <laughs> and, uh, in any, in any case, when you said, get a dog, um, I thought of John Court Golden's book. That's all. That's all. Well, I, good luck finding a channeling dog. Right. Well, I don't well, know if Jean Claude ever found the channeling dog either, but so be it. So we are going to move on now to Bonnie from Corona, California, and Bonnie does a reading for us every single night on this call. She usually goes to the channeled messages that are on the spiritchannel.net where there's a couple thousand channeled messages that Terry and Wynn brought forth. They are timeless. They're full of a wealth of information. And uh, uh, you really have to check that out. But in the meantime, Bonnie chooses something special to read to us every night. So... Bonnie, what do we have the benefit of hearing this evening? I thank you. Okay, we are going to read from a Monday night call, and this took place on April 9th, 2012. And the topic of conversation is uh, personal versus personal evolution versus planetary evolution. Uh, and what should we be concentrating on? And so after wind calls in the light, then we start out with a greeting from Ra'an through Terry Brown. We greet you in the love light of the one infinite creator. We are with you this April 9th, 2012. You have progressed through part of the year of 2012. There has been much trepidation about 2012 because of the Mayan calendar and because people have been generating rumors about possible things that might happen. Then, in the background, are the real threats that individual countries hold as seeming important to them for the defense and power positioning. We understand your questions and your nervousness about the future. We look at things from a longer point and term of view where over thousands of years there are the build-up of civilization 
and the eliminating of country organizations and then the renewal of other countries. Over the long period of time, we see there, as a country develops, there can be a complacency come in among the people. Individuals can begin to take advantage of power and rest on their laurels, and the enthusiasm for building and for communication and for the growth of the individual lives in the country and the individuals in the country can be superseded by a complacency and a resting on their laurels and a desire for the sitting back and allowing things to happen and to take advantage of the pleasures of life. We look at things in terms of this, and we see the need for renewed enthusiasm of individuals as when they sit back complacent and attempt to use the proceeds from earlier windfalls and do not keep creating that thing begin to go downhill. When individuals do not actively take part in the building, there can be a collapse and things can begin to reverse. The enthusiasm, the passion begins to be lost. There are other factors which can supersede the building and enthusiasm of the people. And one of these other factors could be Mother Nature. However, if one is diligent with building and compassion and with enthusiasm, they can surmount these changes in nature and can use it as added impetus for growth and renewed ideas and concepts towards building. Therefore, we say that much of the future rests in the hands of the people. Do you have questions? And when then, this is a little lengthy, so I'm going to kind of skip this and get to the question, uh, which is, could you give a view of how the view of 2000, the year 2000 has shifted or modified into uh, the year of 2012. And raw on answers, give us a moment. We do not see that the view has shifted that much as there have been time delays entered in. And there has been the work of individual light workers who are working to bring in more light that more people may graduate the realm and more people may wake up. There has been a holding pattern and there have been interventions that have held things up and prevented them from too deep a crash or destruction. 
there are forces that are working to bring about their own ends without consideration of the free will of the individual. However, they have had to excuse me. They have had to delay their timelines based upon some of the light workers' work, such as yourself and other light workers, such as David Wilcock. And when asked, when there are groups that give people hope, and there are a lot of light workers that are reaching for hope, reaching for a savior, reaching for, say, ETs helping us, they're highly intended people. We've had this discussion and we've asked them, but it doesn't seem like that's going to happen. I think he's referring to the ETs. What is the advantage to the negative of giving someone hope when something is not actually going to happen? And then Ron's answer, you are making assumptions in between the formulation of your question and the question. You are making the assumption that you are giving people hope, which may or may not be the case. There are different factions within the group you are speaking of. Some of them have different ideals and goals, and others do not agree with what they are doing. There is what you might say infighting. So as a group, they do not have a uniform, harmonious, we search for words, harmonious idea here. And there is a little bit more to this call, but I think as time goes here, I'm going to cut this off and return to it tomorrow night. Uh, I'm going to turn it back to you, Jackie. I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much, Bonnie. Well, um, next we are going to get together with Jennifer from Greensburg, Pennsylvania. Jennifer researches the most recent earthquake and volcanic activities on our planet. And this is because our sources have asked us to stay informed of these current events and that they will add their energy to our efforts to soothe Mother Earth, but always keeping in mind that the highest and greatest good for all is considered. They've also suggested that the most beneficial offering we can extend is the frequency of calmness. So as Jennifer takes us to each area of activity, let's gather and focus our group intent and visualize calmness to each area of concern. Jennifer? Thanks, Jackie. <clears throat> Tonight as we begin our journey across the globe, I would like to invite Mother Earth to journey with us, as well as our sources, who are always with us. And these entities can increase our intention for calm. And the first place we're going to go to is the Big Island of Hawaii. And they had a really calm day there today. They had a 3.0 at Mauna Loa. Pahala only had a 2.3 at 
and less. And Kilauea had two small events in the caldera. And that was about all there was. And they were all low level. Three was the largest. So we will thank Mother Earth for that day today. Um, that's actually quite a good day for them. And we will send calm down, especially to what we can't see. There are undersea volcanoes. There are fracture lines. There's a hot spot in that area. And whatever else affects this region. Now we're going to take our focus and we are going to move southward down to the New Zealand area. And as we look at New Zealand, they had threes and less today. So we're not going to even worry about uh, them. But moving north along the Kermadec Trench, we had a 5.8. Continuing along this trench to Fiji, we had a 4.4. And there were some other fours scattered around in there, too, in this area. And then now we're going to make the turn towards the west over to Papua New Guinea and we had a 5.1 there. Continuing westward to Indonesia um, out on what's called Sumatra. Um, there's a Java Trench, I'm sure you've heard of that, and it's quite a, a uh, large trench, let's say. And there was a 5.9 there. Um, and it was right in the sea, right on that subduction area. Let us then calm to Indonesia. And now we're going to turn towards the north. We're going to move north to the Philippines, where we have a 4.4. And then just about um, on the same latitude, uh, we're going to look go eastward towards the Mariana Islands. We had a 4.7 there. And then just a bit north of that, um, the Marianas, we have Guam, and we had a 5.7 there today. Now we're going to come back over to the western side of the Ring of Fire. Um, Japan, we had a 5.4. Continuing north to um, the Aleutian Trench, there was nothing else in the area of Russia there. But Alaska did have a 4.3, and this was out I, the Ivanov Bay, Alaska. It's just at the beginning of, like, where the Aleutians begin. And then moving down through uh, the states here, Washington didn't have a whole lot going on seismically, but we do have our buddies here, Mount Baker today and Mount St. Helens. And popped up. And then coming down into Oregon, we have Mount Hood. And these volcanoes were all just sputtering and making noise today. Coming down into California, off the coast. And this is a 4.5 off the coast. This is that same area, that step fracture, part of the Cascadia Basin. And they're calling this one Ferndale, but it's out on that step fracture. 
And then looking to California, moving down through the state, we had a pretty good day there. I mean, everything was twos. We did have um, the geysers. Let's just send calm to the whole thing. The geysers, then all the way down, San Andreas Fault, which today was quite quiet, all the way down into Southern California. And then on the eastern side of the state, we want to send calm to the Walker area which is just south of Lake Tahoe. And then south of that region is the Long Valley Caldera. And it was rumbling. And then south to Ridgecrest. And before we leave the U.S., I do want to bring attention to, they're calling the, uh, it's West Yellowstone, they're calling the Mammoth. And there were 19 little earthquakes there today. And the USGS is not going to tell us. <laughs> you have to go looking for this information. So every day when you think about it, just send calm to Yellowstone. Something is, is really brewing there. And you just want to calm things down. And then we're going to move down into Mexico where we just had fours. And less than that, all the way down through Central America, it was threes and twos. Moving down into South America, we did have some activity in Ecuador, and this was just off the coast, um, but there is a trench right there. So we have a 4.3 and also a 4.1 in the same region. Down into Peru, we had a 4.0, and then to Argentina, a 4.2, and Chile, a 4.6. Now we're going to round the tip of South America and move all the way up the Mid-Atlantic Ridge and zip across Europe because everything was under four till we get to, this is so odd, the Carlsberg Ridge, which is south of India. And it's in the Seychelles Island there, if you know where that is. Um, it is getting squished right there, too. We have a 5.1. And also 4.8. And then we're going to come back up to the mainland, where in China we had a 4.3. And way up at the Russia-Mongolia border, we had a 5.0. And that was it today. So I want to thank you all for participating, and I'll send you back to Jackie. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, Jennifer. Well, in just a couple of minutes, Wynn will be taking us on his guided visualization where we will address many of the other issues that concern us. But right now, the phone lines are being unmuted and you have this opportunity to put your particular concerns into the light, always keeping in mind that free will and the highest and greatest good for all be considered. If you're on BBS radio or listening to a replay, this is also the right time for you to put forth your concerns today and next Wednesday only. <laughs> then you can, then you can, uh, say them out loud on our call. And I'd like to thank you all for your contributions and your service tonight. Unmuted. Tom in San Jose, support and protection for Terry 
for a transition and or when to take care of the media things he, he needs to do. Thank you. This is Wayne, and I would like to continue to put Don Newsom. Don Newsom in the light for healing, <clears throat> and Doug, his brother, for stability in handling uh, his responsibilities with BDS. This is Heisen Los Molinos, and I uh, ask for support for all those people in Pakistan. Uh, many people have been displaced. And also the people, particularly the women in Afghanistan, for their protections, for their free will, to be surrounded and supported. Thank you so much. What's going on in Pakistan, for those of us who don't know? Um, I believe it was heavy rainfall. A big flooding. Right. Is there anyone else that wants to put something into this field of energy before we go to Jennifer for the healing list? Um, this is Corrine, and I'd like to put my brother into his life for healing. He went into the hospital today with pneumonia, and uh, his doctor started him on dialysis. Thank you, Corrine. Blessings to you and your brother. So please go ahead. Corina, I'll mention to you that there's a lot of um, indications on the Internet that mega doses of vitamin C will cure pneumonia. There was one doctor that was taking vitamin C every hour, and his pneumonia was gone in three days. I think it was a true testimonial. You look it up. Sometimes hospitals will let you take vitamin C if you ask. Thank you. Thank you, Wim. To, to you, Jennifer. Thank you, Hi. <clears throat> I would like to put everybody on our call onto the healing list, including our BBS listeners. We're glad you're here. And with your permission, you will be added to this list. And also, I have some people who need a little bit of extra love light sent their way. And that would be Cecil and his late wife, Betty, aiding in her transition. And his transition here as well. It's different. And also Lauren in Washington. Joe T in Washington, Tom in San Jose, Jackie and Julian, Antonio Jr., Sr., and Abby in Kingsburg, Maxwellina in Ojai, Morning Sky in Oregon, Kathleen in Bloomfield, Vermont, Bonnie in Corona, 
Booty in North Carolina. Linda Chamberlain, who is a friend of Judy's. My brother-in-law, Andy, for healing as he continues his cancer treatment. And my significant other, Tom, for his health issues. And I would like to ask for strength and perseverance. Uh, I would like to ask Allison's help to get me through the next month because it's going to be porker. <laughs> and also, like to put last but not least, our beloved Terry, who we care about so much. And I think if you tune in, you can feel her. It's, it's amazing how she's there with us. And we say hi to you. And I also send love and support to Wiz. It's a very difficult thing to go to, go through. Um, you might have all the understanding in the world, but it's still different. And I send you lots of love and comfort with. And that's all. Love to everybody. Thank you. Muted. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Jennifer. And, you know, I'm living in the house that Terry and I lived in. And there's all these relics around that I keep coming across. Food that she liked in the refrigerator and um, her clothes. And now we have the flowers from the funeral in the house. I didn't call it a funeral. I call it a memorial, okay? Which is probably more accurate. And Jennifer, I don't put Don on your list unless I get permission from Doug. <laughs> because he was reserved about me even doing it. I asked him. And he said, Don, you know, when people aren't feeling well, when something's wrong, and I understand this. I'm like this. It was very hard, hard for me <clears throat> to do a couple of the calls we did in the past couple of weeks because I always have to be the strong one and the centered one on these calls. And here I am breaking down. And I let myself do that. I knew it was good for me. But part of me didn't want to do it, you know? Part of me wanted to make pretend that life was going to go on as normal, <laughs> which it didn't. And it doesn't. And Terry was such a beautiful contributor to my life and my growth and probably to all of yours as well. So we're doing this call because of all the conversations we had with our sources through Terry. And they explained many times how they interface this realm. They are not bodies. They are not ETs. They are energy units of awareness 
that can move through the universe at will. And they can, when the circumstances are correct, make adjustments to circumstances in this realm. And we've witnessed it many times. So I do a visualization now. where we go through our entire planet and I pack a huge amount of things in a few minutes knowing that they're paying attention requesting their support as well as all of yours so we have a group energy that's huge surrounding our planet right now we're invoking it and we're going to act as repeater stations, bringing down the love light of the higher realms, sometimes called Christ consciousness, sometimes called toroid wave field, and sometimes called prana. And we're going to repeat this energy through our group to the surface of our planet and ask that we can uplift the energy anywhere it's able to be received. And we do particular focus for the humans who are service to others, who are working in groups praying in groups that are involved in prayer or contributing to the planet in this time of planetary stress. We go to the children who are sensitive to energies, but not yet usually wise or discerning. And we ask as they get older, they get those qualities. We go to the animals and the pets, and particularly the pets who are helping to keep their owner's chakras open. And we bless all those relationships anywhere on the planet. We go to the plant life, the trees, the bushes, the grass, that brings in the energy from the higher realms, moves it through their plant bodies and their roots into the earth. And we ask to augment those energies to a higher flow. We go to the rocks, the minerals, and the crystals that also hold energy from the higher realms in 
very powerful matrix. We go to the insects, particularly the insects that are part of the cycle of nature, like the bees, and ask for their survival in the years that are coming. We go to the earth, the earth where we plant our crops, and we ask for, if this can be done, the remineralization of the earth so we get healthier crops. We go to the fish and the sea life and the dolphins and the whales. We go through the surface of the earth into the interior of the earth. And the earth has a huge energy field that pervades the entire interior and penetrates through the surface. And all life is contained in that energy field, and the Earth has to process a lot of negative energy. So we are sending healing and gratitude to the Earth. We go to the energy waves that travel through the Earth that terminate in potential earthquakes and volcanoes. And we send calm energy. We go back to the surface of the Earth and we're going to send a column of light to each of the major earthquake zones, sending calm energy. And we start with the Ring of Fire, the land masses surrounding the Pacific Ocean, the huge area from Australia to Asia to southern Alaska, and we're going along the coastal areas, the east, the west coast of the United States, North America, Central America, and South America, and all the vulnerable islands in the Pacific. You see a huge column of light descending on the entire area bringing calm energy. We go to the New Madrid fault line, centered in St. Louis and the surrounding states. 
We sent a column of light hundreds of miles in diameter to the entire area penetrating through the ground and bringing calm energy. We go to the Mid-Atlantic vault line, starting at the North Pole, going through Iceland, and down the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, as far south as the tip of South America. We ask our sources to help locate any other vulnerable and susceptible areas and send each one calm energy. And any earthquakes and volcanoes that need to occur because the earth needs to release stress. We ask that this can happen gradually and away from population centers. We go to some of the other out-of-balance situations. on our planet, starting with the coronavirus, its mutations, and any other contagious pathogens now or in the future, and we ask to render them harmless. We go to the immune systems of humans, and we ask they can be strengthened. We go to the pathogens and toxins in vaccines and ask they can be transmuted. We go to the awareness of humans and ask for a much greater percentage of the population that can become aware of the negative agendas on our planet and have the discernment not to support them. We go to the awareness of humans and ask that more people can tap in to the reality of positive intelligence in higher realms, whether you call it God, Elohim, Ra, Allah, and understand that this intelligence can respond to requests and contribute to making a difference on our planet. 
We go to the people who suffer and we ask that Christ consciousness reach down to each of them, giving them the opportunity to have something to grab onto that allows them to lift out of their suffering. We go to the people who suffer for whatever reason. And we ask for the Christ consciousness. And I just said this, didn't I? We go to droughts. And we ask for gentle, consistent rain. In all those areas where populations are affected, where reservoirs need to be filled, where animals need water. We go to the governments of our planet, which have a huge amount of power in setting the attitude of the constituents. And we ask for qualities of leadership that make people feel safe and cared for. Benevolence, compassion, integrity, ethics, and that those countries that are adversarial find ways and means to settle their differences peacefully. And we send this love-like energy to the Ukraine and Russia for the resolution of the war there. We ask for interventions and we ask that our realm is protected from nuclear weapons going off and that the earth is cleared of toxins completely. And finally, we move our position from surrounding our planet into our home. And we send this energy of love light to our own rooftop where there's an energy filter that only lets positive energy through. And if we're comfortable, we can invite this energy into our home to transmute any negativity and lift the vibration, turning our home into a sacred space. 
finally we bring that energy through our own bodies, opening our chakras, overcoming negativity and obstacles. Transmuting DNA, activating DNA, I should say. And finally, we bring this call, the verbal part of this call, to a close. We'll remind everybody that you're each an aspect of the one infinite creator, temporarily contracted into these physical bodies. And if if you're on BBS, I want to remind you, we are not going to be broadcasting this in the future on BBS because they're closing down their station one. And if you go to the spiritchannel.net, you will find the phone numbers of this call and all of our other calls. On that note, we are going to thank you all for being here. Thank you all who are volunteering to make this call possible. And we'll see you next time. This session is no longer being recorded.